0: Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4:4. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's word, pick the scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? buddy everybody and welcome to another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to dig into God's Word today. I love it when the Holy Spirit shows me something that just fits where I'm at in my life. He always knows when I need help refocusing or when I need help turning my mind back to those things that are above instead of the things of this earth. And honestly, the last couple of months have been a little challenging for me. I've had a hard time focusing and setting my mind on things that are above. With so much going on in our lives, it's easy to stop thinking about what is above. It's easy to get sidetracked and caught up in just living our lives, living life as we know it here on this earth, as if there is nothing else except this earth. We have jobs, we have families, we have financial issues, we have illnesses. Everyday frustrations that, if we're not careful, can so easily cause us to stay focused on those things instead of on our Lord. Colossians three two tells us to set our minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. We are to set our minds. Now, set means to put lay, or stand something in a specified place or position. So Colossians 3.2 is telling us to have a specified place for our thoughts to go back to when they're being pulled in so many different directions. Now that specified place should be a place where our thoughts are on the things that are above, which would be the things that are of God. He wants us to think higher. He wants us to understand what is happening in the world we live in, be very aware of the happenings all around us, but not focus on them to the point that we stop living for him. John 14:6 clearly tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we set our minds on things that are above, we're better able to focus on Jesus as the way, the person who gives us direction, the guiding light through all the darkness. He is the truth. His word is truth. John 17:17 17, 17 says, Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. He is the life. John 1, 4 says, in him was life and the life was the light of men jesus is the only one who can cut through all the crazy in the world today and calm our spirits so that we can have life and have life more abundantly john 10:10 says that the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Now, since he is the life, what he came to give us is more of him, more of Jesus. He is life. Let's pray before we go any further and invite the Holy Spirit to open our hearts today and to open our minds and to just help us receive whatever word he has for us. Let's pray. Lord, We come to you today just so grateful that your word is truth, that you are truth, that you are the light, that you show us how to live. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for my sin, for being the sacrifice, the payment that I could never pay. Thank you, Lord. Prayerful that as we go through your word today, that we would be very aware of what we believe, that we would know what we believe and why we believe it so that we can stand firm and resist whatever Satan throws at us. I firmly believe, Lord, that we're coming into a time and in a day and an age where we have to know what we believe or we won't be able to stand firm and we will be called to stand in what we believe. I pray for each person who's listening to this podcast today, that wherever they are in their lives, whatever's happening in their lives, you know, and that you would meet them where they are. And help them see you and hear you and understand. And where we need courage, Lord, that we would turn to you. When we see all the crazy that's going on in the world today, that we would not focus on that. Be aware of it, but not focus on it and turn to you. You're the only one who can do anything about the crazy and the chaos that's going on in the world today. You're the one that calms our spirit. And I'm so grateful for that, Lord. Holy Spirit, please teach us today. Help us to hear what you have for us today. Help us to see beyond what our physical eye can see. Give us hearts to receive, I pray, what you have for us. And so grateful that you always, always have something for us in your word. I'm grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so... Let's talk about some of what I call the crazy going on in the world today. Now, as a 58-year-old woman who loves the Lord, loves God's Word, loves her country, and loves people, I can truthfully say I have never seen so much confusion, fear, hate, chaos, and just total intolerance of all things christian in my life it's mind boggling to me and it can get overwhelming for me and be very scary at times i don't i'm not so afraid for me but when i think about our young ones coming up my children my grandchildren who are coming up in this world those are the times when i tend to get a little bit overwhelmed and those scary places, that overwhelming place that I go, that's exactly where Satan wants me. That's where he wants us. He wants us to stay in a state of fear. He wants us to feel overwhelmed. Um, He wants us to stay in a state of uncertainty. You see, I believe that Satan's remaining time on this earth is very short. I believe he knows his time is coming to an end very soon. And that is exactly why he is working so hard to keep people as far away from God as possible. Think about it. What better way to keep people from coming to know the Lord than to have God's own people so confused and so afraid that they don't even know what they believe, which ultimately keeps them from standing firm in who they are in Christ? What better way to keep people from coming to know the Lord than feeding into the lies and the fear and the hate and the chaos, not only among non-believers, but also among the very people who claim to know Jesus as Lord and Savior and live for Him. We as believers have become so busy, so confused, and so caught up in our own little worlds That we seem to have lost the ability to set our minds on things that are above. I was thinking about how so many people really have no idea what they actually believe, much less why they believe what they do. And I think not knowing what we believe is what makes us go back and forth in our minds and hearts, which is also why we can't seem to stand firm, at least for any length of time. I mean, how can we stand firm if we don't really know what we believe? We don't even know what we're standing firm on. And that a lot is because we don't know Scripture. So today, we're going to be talking about what it means to stand firm. There's so much happening in the world today. There's so much chaos and confusion. It's important to know what we believe. For me, if I have a firm belief in something, it doesn't really matter what everyone else says or does around me. I know what I believe and why I believe it. So other people going back and forth doesn't really affect me as far as making me go back and forth. My heart hurts for people who do go back and forth in their beliefs. But that's where scripture comes in to play. When I think about our world today... There seems to be so much back and forth, and part of that is because we're being fed so much information. There's so many different sides to every story. We don't really know what to believe or where to stand, and because we're so worried about offending someone, um, we tend to listen to everything and everyone instead of going straight to God's Word, or at least... We listen to everything and everyone before going to God's word and prayer. Now, because we hear so many different differing sides to every story or situation, we can't decide where to stand. We We can't stand firm on anything. We don't know who to believe, so it's impossible to stand firm. For me, that's where God's word saves me. I'm only going to listen to so much back and forth on any given topic before I'm going to shut it all down and spend time in the Word and in prayer. Now, I spend time in the Word and prayer before I shut it all down. But when I start feeling unsettled or confused or I'm not sure of what I'm hearing or seeing or I'm unsure what to believe in what I'm being told or what's coming across, then I'm going to God's Word. I absolutely know that God's word is true. I trust God's word above everything. And when I go to my Lord and his word and ask him to calm my unsettled heart and help me see, it never fails. He gives me something in scripture that helps me focus on on him and his truth, and then be able to discern what I'm hearing and seeing based on how it lines up with his word, his truth, and his perspective. That's the key. How does all of what I'm hearing and seeing line up with the truth of God's word? That's when I know what to believe. I believe if there has ever been a time when we all, as Christians in fact every christian needs to dig into god's word pray and ask the holy spirit to reveal himself to us if there has ever been a time when we need to do that it's now we are being fed so much untruth so much garbage If we don't run to God and His Word, there is no way we will be able to rightly divide what's being thrown at us. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show yourself approved to God, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We must study God's word so that we can stand firm on what it says, not what not what everyone else says or not what anyone else thinks. It's what God's word says. We will not stand firm if we're being tossed all over the place with everything but the word of God. We need God's word. If we're being thrown back and forth with everything but God's word, it's impossible to stand firm. Ephesians 4.14 says, As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men. Do you not see that today? There's so much trickery of men. By craftiness and deceitful scheming, is there not a ton of deceitful scheming going on today? Does that not perfectly describe what's happening in our world today? Listen, make no mistake. Satan is using this mass confusion to press down God's people. He's using this fear-based agenda that is going on in the world today to cause God's people to shrink back. Now, God says he takes no pleasure in us when we shrink back. Hebrews ten thirty-eight says, but my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul takes no pleasure in him. Do you see that? Do you get that? Now is not the time to shrink back. Now is the time to dig into God's word, know what we believe, so that we can stand firm and live by faith. We're told in scripture to stand firm. So let's talk about standing firm for a little bit. Ephesians 6.13 says, Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Now he's talking about the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes that are ready to go forth with the preparation of the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, the full armor of God. We are to put all of it on so that we're able to resist the schemes of the devil and stand firm. Now, 1 Peter 5, 9 says, but resist him, Satan, firm in your faith knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. We are going to have to resist Satan and stand firm in our faith, but we're not alone. Philippians 1.27 says, Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I will hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit and one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. We must know what we believe. It's so important that we know what we believe. Now, As I said earlier, in the world today, there are so many who don't really know what they believe or if they can tell you what they believe, they can't tell you why they believe it or explain their beliefs. Often people believe a certain way simply because someone they love or someone they admire or look up to believes that way. Now, we as Christians need to know what we believe and why. It cannot be based on what others believe. We must have a relationship with Jesus that is the basis for what we believe, the foundation of what we believe and why. Jesus has to be that foundation. I honestly think that if we're easily persuaded and tend to go back and forth in what in what we believe, then we really don't know what we believe. We must be firmly planted in our beliefs. Our roots need to grow very deep in what we believe. What's in our hearts? What at our core do we believe about eternal life? Have you ever asked yourself those questions? For me, When I think about standing firm, my mind immediately goes to unwavering and unshakable, no matter what's happening around me. Now, that can only come through a genuine relationship with Jesus. The word stand means to have or maintain an upright position supported by one's feet. We'll talk about the feet thing in a minute. Another definition of the word stand is to be situated in a particular place or position. The word firm means having a solid, almost unyielding surface or structure. It also means strongly felt and unlikely to change. Now, let's put those together with what standing firm in our faith means. We are to have or maintain an honorable, honest position supported by our feet. Now, I want to look at that for a second because when you look at that on the surface, for me, the question is, okay, what does supported by our feet mean? Well, supported means to bear all or part of the weight. Feet is defined as the part of the body that touches the ground. I love that. What it's saying is that we're to have an honorable and honest position, our belief system, that's supported by something we can stand on, God's word, God's truth, something that will not fall or crumble beneath us when everything else is going crazy around us. Something that can bear the weight of whatever is happening in our lives. That's the Bible. That's God's word. That's our relationship with Jesus. That's our salvation experience and our growth in our relationship with the Lord. The problem is that people don't believe the Bible today. Now, let me just say right here, because I never want there to be any question where I'm concerned on what I believe. I believe every word of the Bible. I believe it's the word of God. I believe everything in it is inspired by the Holy Spirit. I believe it is what God has given me to live by. I believe there are no errors in it. I believe it from beginning to end, and I am unwavering in my belief of the Bible. I know what I believe, and since that is what I believe, It is very important for me to know what the Bible actually says. It's important for me to ask the Holy Spirit who wrote the Bible to teach me what it means. So when someone asks me what I think about something, my go-to is always, what does the Bible say about it? Because it doesn't really matter what I think. It matters what God says about it. I believe what God's word says about everything. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. God's word does that. I don't. So when I am unsure... Or my spirit is unsettled about something. My go-to is God's word. It is living, which means it applies today just as much as it applied years ago. It's active, which means it will guide me today through whatever is happening in my life, just as it was the guide so many years ago. It's able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. God's word is the truth in all the lies. God's word is the light in all the darkness. Now, let's talk about how God's word is piercing. The word pierce means of a sharp pointed object that goes into or through something. Now, God's word is pointed and sharp. It will convict us individually of things that are in our lives that should not be there that are against his word, um, things that He does not have for us that we're allowing to come in and control us. God's Word will convict us in that. It's sharp enough to pinpoint that one thing or many things in our lives that are keeping us from connecting with Him on a more intimate level. Now, when we allow the Word of God to speak to us individually, together, then it's it's huge what it'll do corporately with other believers with us and them. It also helps us see through things that Satan tries to throw at us that would cause us to be confused or afraid. Things that would keep us from setting our minds on things that are above. Things that would cause us to be unsettled. God's word is so important in our lives. It speaks to us individually so that we can stand firm in what it says. None of us are perfect. We're not going to get it right all the time. We have all sinned. Romans 3.23 says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But when we use the word of God as our go-to to allow it to convict us personally, then we're able to stand firm when we see things globally that aren't right. We can stand firm in what we know to be true of God and God's word. I am so grateful for the Holy Spirit and the word of God in my life. Jesus is my firm foundation. I can stand unshaken, immovable on him and his word. So today, as we close, let me ask you, what do you believe? What are you standing on in this time of chaos and confusion in our nation? Are you standing firm on God's word? Do you know what you believe and why you believe it? My prayer is that this week we will take a moment and just ask ourselves what we believe and why do we believe it. Are our beliefs God-based? Know that I'll be lifting you up this week as you dig into God's word. And I ask you always to remember me in prayer as well. Don't forget to visit my website at www.walkbyfaithwithdiana.com. Download the podcast and leave some reviews. Check out our Facebook page where you can access all of this and email any prayer requests to walkbyfaithwithdiana at gmail.com on our website, I have some devotions that are posted on there. They're just some little life lessons that God has shown me over the years, and I've been writing them and sharing them with others. So take a peek at those, and thank you so much for being with me today. May God richly bless you as you continue to walk by faith and not by sight.